From the world of sports to the world of pop culture and beyond, it's Step 1, Learn Sports. Now, your hosts, Brittany Wench and Avery Harder. Hello and welcome to Step 1, Learn Sports, the podcast bridging the gap between pop culture and sports. I'm Brittany Wench. I am Avery Harder. We got producer RB with us today and he will be talking a lot throughout our episode today. Yes. Not just pushing buttons. Right. Not just making us sound good, but he will be joining us because by now uh, the majority of the country has heard about the horrific horrific news that has come out of Nashville the morning of Tuesday, March 3rd, an EF3 tornado at least level EF3 ripped through north and east Nashville and continued its path um, out even further east into Cookville. Um, at this point, we know that there are 24 that uh, 24 fatalities, yep. at least 88 that have been injured, and the list of people that are missing is like up to I think it was up to like 77 this morning, but it's back down, I think, to in the 30s. And I heard that overnight there were no additional ones found. Well, that's good. I watched the press conference this morning out of Putnam County, which is where the most fatalities were, which is right outside of Davidson and Wilson. Davidson is Nashville. Wilson is Mount Juliet area right outside of Nashville. And then Putnam is after that further east. But I heard that there were no more fatalities discovered overnight. Well, and the thing about that that's been so hard is because of the destruction and the power lines that were down and the cell towers that were down, it was really, really hard to get a hold of people. We had one of uh, our coworkers here. Her uh, aunt and uncle live out towards the Cookville area, which, again, is east of downtown Nashville. And she was like, we can't get a hold of them. Turns out they were fine, thank goodness. But it was the reason that so many people were quote unquote missing was because they, no one could get a hold of them. It was impossible to. Yep. And we'll get into this more in a little bit. But my boyfriend lives in Mount Juliet and the cell towers are out right there. And that is just 20 miles outside of yeah. like Metro downtown Nashville. I was there last night with his sister staying there who has no power. We moved her family into his house for oh the next couple gosh. nights. But no cell service at all. Xfinity is out. Like anything and everything you could want, all done. But he does have power. Well, but that was an issue for you guys yesterday morning when everyone was waking up to the destruction. You couldn't get a hold of him. No. And I took NyQuil. So Monday night, watched Bachelor. What else would I do with my time? And I've been feeling a little under the weather. You know, coronavirus is around. Could be in here any moment. <laughs> Never know. I'm so, convinced I'm going to be taken over by the crew. Yes. Hey. Brittany had a stomach flu. It is, <laughs> Brittany did. has gotten everything you could get this oh, year, no. and it is only March. I have no faith in my immune system. Yes. But I took NyQuil, went to bed at 9.30, woke up at 6 for really no reason because I had no alarm set to 57 texts. I had no idea what was going on. Everyone kept asking me if I was okay, and I was like, I'm fine. Like, I didn't tell anyone that I had a cold, and this is very overreacting. And then... I asked someone, yeah, what happened? And they said the tornadoes and I still didn't know what was going on. So then I checked Twitter and I saw the photos. I saw where it had hit. Yeah. And then I texted my boyfriend and it didn't go through. Oh gosh. And like it's the iPhone thing and it didn't say delivered. And I was like, are you kidding me? So I got in my car, drove to his house in Mount Juliet, which is 22 miles from my house, 6 a.m. Like right as the sun is coming up, post all this yeah. damage i'm sure you're seeing so much traffic there's no no ghost town really you couldn't go anywhere oh, all point. the roads were blocked and the interstate was blocked at his exit you could not go any further oh no so i flew there i mean i got there in record time because one i was speeding and two <laughs> there was no one on the road it was i mean no one had gotten up to go right. to work if you did have to work yesterday yeah a lot of people didn't they wanted people off the road so that they could start assessing the damage 
But I got there and about halfway through, right as I was getting to the Nashville airport, my phone completely went out. Oh gosh. Nothing there. And then I get off the exit. I see that all the structures are around are still up. And thankfully, the tornado had gone on the north side of the interstate, and he lives right on the south side. So the only thing that blocked him was four lanes of interstate. Holy cow. That's, yeah, that's, uh, it's terrifying when you see, like, the pictures of all of the, um, uh, all the destruction, and you see one side of the road is totally gone. I mean, every house, there's not a, 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 a panel of wood left standing. And then on the other side, everything's totally fine. It's fine. Yeah. And I pull up to his house, open the garage door fly up the stairs yelling his name so he doesn't get scared thinking that someone's breaking in and he's right. like what's wrong oh was and he even like, awake yet i think i had woken him up by opening the garage door and he was like what are you doing here and i was like did your phone die last night and he said yup oh i was like if you let your phone die how convenient this Charlie. is why you don't let your phone die <laughs> we have this argument this is one of our biggest arguments his phone's dying. Plug your in phone in before you go to bed, uh, or yeah. I will sprint to your house at 6 a.m. if I don't hear from you within <laughs> two seconds. <laughs> Taryn, Taryn hates when my phone isn't charged either, and my laptop. He's like, why don't you charge your things? And it's obviously for moments like this. Um, like, you would rather be safe than sorry. I know. You're right. Well, speaking of rather be safe than sorry, and people waking up at 6 a.m. to kind of find out all the destruction... Um, that's my account of Monday night is similar, but different. So as Avery said, I somehow I was in Kansas city over the weekend and contracted some kind of stomach bug, like 24 hours stomach bug. And I felt nauseous all day on Monday. Finally, like got sick at work. Sorry, TMI. And then went (laughs) home and fell asleep until obviously, what do you do on Monday nights? The bachelor comes on. Right. So seven o'clock bachelor comes on and, um, 7 o'clock it comes on, 7.20 is when the rose ceremony finishes. Yeah. All of a sudden, like it, you wouldn't believe, switch turns and Danielle Breezy of WKRN News Channel 2 is up there talking about this storm and these potential, I don't even know if she said tornado at that time. She said that it's She was talking about a purple pentagon and I think that meant the that was potential tornado area. I remember, I remember that. And it, but, but it was nowhere near Tennessee. It was nowhere near Nashville. And so I remember her talking a lot about like bright red and bright green and that that's not good. And she was so zoomed in on this one area that, that it was pixelated. Yeah. Like you could just see, and she's like, this is not good when you see um, bright red and bright green. Um, and it, it didn't stop. There was one point in time when it came, when it went back to the bachelor, um, when Kelsey was, um, up with, uh, Oh yeah. It was yeah, woman till yeah, all episode. Yes, exactly. And, um, but then it maybe was on for like 35 seconds and then it cut right back. And the remainder of it was all, um, just the coverage of this, of this storm that was not even in Tennessee. And I kid you not, the Twitter responses somebody changed their twitter name to boo wkrn and (laughs) said said please tune in tonight for this two-hour episode of and it said the bachelor and it was crossed out and it said news channel two weather oh my gosh the people the the hatred that these people put up i i will admit i will admit i'm so embarrassed i deleted it the next morning but taryn and i were watching it and taryn tweeted put the bachelor back on wkrn and i retweeted it and then the next morning i took it down no i was worked up yeah, For sure. Yeah. So anyway, so 
that was on. Um, I complained. I'll admit, I jumped on the train. The responses were very, very funny. I hope that a lot of people deleted them. But one, um, this person who changed their Twitter handle to Boo WKRN had a tweet that said, "If I get, if I die in this storm that is nowhere near Nashville, my one regret will be not finishing this episode of The Bachelor. Turn it back on," and which was very funny at the time, but now obviously. So, um, so we turned it off, and because I was so sick, I fell asleep slept through in a deep deep heavy healing sleep woke up the next morning taryn had taryn had texted me all night been like wow this is like the craziest night i'll ever remember um i don't i I don't know if i've ever seen a storm like this in my life like i looked at twitter there were all these so many texts from people being like are you okay please text me yeah haven't heard from you and i was like what (laughs) what happened my mom said she was one phone call away like another call of me not answering to getting on the road to coming to check on me are you serious that would have been like a five-hour drive for her i know holy cow see that's was ready and we come from hurricane country which is so different which i kind of want to get your perspective on and we'll bring red in here in a little bit but i'm from florida you can prepare for a hurricane it is never uh you are going to sleep middle of the night hurricane pops up you have minimum three days maximum like two weeks Mm. to really prepare you can do everything you can but honestly if i was in if i lived in germantown or east nashville or even if i was at charlie's and mount juliet that night I would have done the exact same thing. I would have gone to bed at 9.15 after The Bachelor, taken my NyQuil, passed out, would not have known mm-hmm. a single thing was coming at me. Yeah. Which is crazy. Is it like that? So you're from Chicago, so you have snowstorms. Yeah. What's it like? Yeah. Is it more hurricane-based? Well, so they do. They tell you, like, hey, there's a, a blizzard coming, snowstorm coming. Buy water and bread. I uh, mean, yeah. do it and peanut butter. Yeah, but the thing is, like, in... In Chicago and in the northwest suburbs of Chicago and in the Midwest in general, it's not really hurricane or hurricane. It's obviously not hurricane country, but it's not tornado country. Yeah. You know, so we don't really get a ton of tornadoes. We just the weather by us just isn't really like that. I mean, I don't think I remember any in Illinois for, you know, as long as I as long as I can remember. Yeah. Um, But yeah, snowstorms are the thing. But you can you can prepare for those. And the thing is. As opposed to a snowstorm hitting down here in Tennessee, up in the Midwest, we build salt trucks into yeah. our yearly budgets. Down here, they don't. So, like, when they say there's going to be a storm, people are just like, oh, okay, so, like, we will probably be at school tomorrow. Yeah. You know, so... Um, down here, we get the whole week off. Right, yeah. I mean, you buy cars that are, like, four-wheel drive, and you know that nothing beats ice, um, so don't be stupid and drive on black ice. But I think yeah. you're just... In general, you're just mentally more prepared on a regular basis. Um, here, the thing that's so sad about the tornadoes was I heard that there were a minimum of six, maximum, minimum or maximum of six minutes that people had from the time the sirens went off to the time that it actually hit. Yes, I did hear a lot of, we didn't get the alerts on our phone until it was even past us. Right. The sirens were not acting quick enough, but this thing was moving fast. And Rhett, we'll bring you in now. You have talked to Coach Mack, who we've had on as a guest before. And Coach Mack lived in East Nashville, and he said that he had about 20 seconds from the time that he had his TV on, and Daniel Breezy said, you need to cover now East Nashville. Yeah, he he lives not far from that five points area that's just absolutely obliterated by this thing. And uh, the Nashville office of the National Weather Service in early surveys of the damage path already have it as an EF2 125 to 130 mile an hour winds that were really destructive. But to get to both of your points in this, and you ladies are much younger than I am, and you don't understand from the region and from kind of how this thing works with alerts and all this stuff. First of all, 
for all the ones, and we're all guilty of this, me included, of when your programming gets interrupted and you want to see your favorite show and there's somebody talking about a storm and you don't think it has anything to do with you, it is an inconvenience, it's irritable, irritating. I get it. 100% I get it. But the reason that they do this, and 99 times out of 100, it's like they interrupted my program. I I can't see it now, and nothing happened. Well, that was the exception to the rule. Yeah. That is why they do this. And here's the other part of that and why everyone listening to this podcast that is much younger than I am, you must pay attention to these things. Even if you don't want to, you need to have that literally, pun intended, on your radar because that was there are no, and, and while, <coughs> excuse me, while weather uh, meteorologists and, and folks on television have degrees in this stuff and have wonderful technology with Doppler radar and those things. There is no advanced warning for tornadoes. Couple that with they don't know where the thing is going. It goes where it wants to. It does not discriminate age, race, sex, any of it. It destroys. And so you have to have a little fear of it to understand it. And so with that being said, that is the reason why they do this is God forbid something like this ever happens again, but they're trying to save lives. Life and limb trumps any episode of any television show forever, period. We're talking life here. And that's why on 104.5 The Zone, we stepped away from sports programming and have done a lot of it this week and shifted to the community, the tornado, the efforts, the relief. People either want to help or need help, and that's why 1045thezone.com slash help is a place where you can start that. And we'll go through this podcast with some of the things that you might need if you've been affected or you know someone who has. And you talk about this being um, hopefully something like this never happens again, Rhett. The crazy thing is that this is the third tornado one in 1933, one yep. in 1998, there was one in 2008, and okay, so I guess fourth, and then this one that has kind of hit a very similar path, which normally, I mean, you can't predict where it's going to go, how it's going to go, right. but they all followed a very similar route and hit East Nashville. Well, here, here's the, that's the sad part, is that right at the five points is where they all uh, have that in common. Uh, by nature... Tornadoes hitting downtown metropolis areas are not common. In fact, the first one I ever saw was four years before the 1998 one in Salt Lake City. And that tore up some things pretty good. Um, I was here for the one April 16th of 1998. I was working on the radio on 104.5 The Zone. It was a classic rock station at that time. And you don't play many records. You you give information. Your the community needs your help. Uh, and this one, March the 3rd, makes that one look like a kindergarten party. And it did some pretty significant mm. damage in East Nashville back then, but it is much worse. Um, some of the damage I want to talk about in East Nashville, um, one of the iconic music venues. Avery, have you ever seen a concert here at the Basement East? Yeah, I saw Old Dominion there um, nice. within like the first three months of living here. It was a pop-up show. And I actually met one of my really good friends for the very first time there. Oh, really? And we're still good friends. Her name's hmm. Crystal. But I met her that night at the Basement East. And then I've been a few times because Whiskey Jam, um, a local, very, very well-known writers around here, used to do once a month 
at the Basement East on Thursdays, the very first Thursday of the month. So I've been there a lot, actually. There have been a, a lot of musical groups, artists, um, people who have popped up and um, done concerts at the Basement East. Um, a very yeah. iconic music venue in East Nashville. This was destroyed. The roof um, fell in, caved in. And it's pretty much, it. from what I can see, it's pretty much destroyed, except for... Um, there are about four of these murals, and this is a famous mural in Nashville. And if you've ever visited, you've probably taken a picture at one of the four murals. It's um, a giant Tennessee, uh, is it Tennessee or Nashville flag or stars? It's Tennessee flag. Uh, Tennessee flag. Yeah, because the three stars are east, east west, middle, and middle. Yes. Right. Okay. So, um, and it says, I believe in Nashville. And there are, like I said, a, a few of them around town, but one of them is on the side of this venue, the basement east. So the the roof caved in and everything was pretty much destroyed except for this side panel of um of the mural yeah this will definitely be probably the photo that yeah. is circulated around all media kind of resonating but i mean it just shows as strange as it is to say it shows how strong nashville is yes you know it's not the first time this city has been hit with tragedy the floods back in 2010 i didn't live here then Rhett, i know you did um, they came back from that, and Nashville will come back from this. And it just shows the community side of it, which we're going to talk in a little bit about how it gets down to the Nashville Predators. Avery, and I'll say this to underline what you're saying. <clears throat> As a native here, for all those who have moved to Metro Nashville and Middle Tennessee in the last 5, 10 years, uh, post-2010 flood, you have no idea how wonderful you're going to see some things take place. The, the acts of grace, kindness, and love from perfect strangers who want to help you, that you have no idea, you've never met this person before, but they want to help. This is the essence of why Tennessee is nicknamed the Volunteer State. Now, it goes back to uh, volunteering for war service many, many years ago, but it, that has carried on generation to generation. There's just something different here. People care and i'm not saying that people don't care in other places don't get me wrong but it is you're you're about to see the embodiment of the volunteer state um some more places that have been uh affected by these tornadoes um jack brown's in germantown is a popular beer and burger joint um they actually people were worried that it was um taken down but they actually put up on instagram that their crew is safe and they're going to uh remain closed until they can assess all the damage from the tornado but they said they're still standing um another beautiful structure in germantown that was affected by uh, these tornadoes is uh, assumption church which is yes. where a very good friend of mine got married all of the stained glass windows it's a catholic church all of the stained glass windows were um, blown in. Um, there were some Except structures. Except for inside. one important part. Yes. And what is that, Rhett? Little baby Jesus, intact, not cracked. It, that is, if you're looking for a sign of hope out of these things, that is one of those little signs. And that church had been standing for, I believe... 162 yeah. years. It, yeah. it was uh, one of the Tennessee historic places yes. uh, in Nashville. Right. Um, speaking of historic places... Uh, the historic Tennessee State Prison yes. that had been... Yes, in the Green Mile. Oh, yeah, featured in the Green Mile, uh, Tom Hanks' Green Mile. That had suffered severe... I mean, there are bricks just There's another everywhere. film there uh, made back in the early 2000s, The Last Castle with James Gandolfini from The Sopranos. Mm. Uh, they shot a lot of that there. And you're right, it is destroyed. Yeah, it's uh, bad. The cell blocks are just open sky now. 
Uh, hadn't seen anything like that before. And that's where the path of this tornado started, which is right around the John C. Toon Airport area, the Centennial area uh, in West Nashville. Which, um, to kind of touch on that too, so I was kind of scrolling Twitter and Instagram, as I'm sure many of us were as this was going on, and Dirk Bentley yeah. had landed at John C. Toon Airport at 11.30 p.m. They had just missed, he tweeted, they had just missed the cell of this exact tornado uh, that was going to turn into this tornado um, right before they landed. And he, and said, he was flying it. Yeah. He's was a pilot. He flying it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even He's know He's a pilot. That. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That totally just... Uh, Talented man. Talented. Yeah. yeah. So if he had been there an hour later, it would have been... Uh, Which is the same good. for the National Predators. They played in town Monday night. And against the Calgary Flames, and both teams flew out of John C. Toon Airport at eleven o'clock. They finished that game. They went there. They have on a weekly or a week long road stretch now. So both teams got out. But we've noticed. I mean, they played the Minnesota Wild last night in Minnesota, and the Wild and their owners are both donating fifty thousand dollars to relief efforts here. In Nashville, and the NHL is matching that fifty thousand dollars. That there are so many people that are reaching out in this time. You know, it's. I, th- I thought about this. Um, I feel like we as a society see natural disasters, or you know, I mean, really anything that's horrific and sad and terrifying that happens in another part of the country or another part of the world, and you become. I think the word that Rhett used at one point was desensitized to these things. And you see them, and if they don't happen to you, it's not happening in general. But, like, you know, our lives, everybody else's lives continued, but our lives have changed. You know, our lives here for right now continue in this relief effort. Yeah. But when you see people like the Minnesota Wild, the Minnesota is states away from us. But the fact that they're donating to us to help with the efforts, the things that people have set up, the GoFundMes, I mean, Sean Johnson um, of uh, the the Olympic gymnast, she lives here in East Nashville and um, she started a GoFundMe page and said that she and her husband will match donations. Yeah. You can find that on her Twitter if you would like to donate that way. But I mean, here's the thing that goes with the whole thing I said about the volunteer state. You're going to find out how many people love the city of Nashville. Yeah. They may have visited here a lot, taken vacation here, gone to CMA Fest, saw it in the NFL draft, whatever it is. People love Music City, and you're going to see that from not only the United States, but all over the world. You know, something to touch on there on Twitter a lot I noticed yesterday was people tweeting other people that live here are saying, I had a trip planned for Nashville this weekend. Should I still come? And everyone is saying, yes, mm-hmm. come spend your money yeah. in the areas that were affected. Yeah. Go to the local coffee shop in East Nashville. Yeah. Go get some food out in Mountain Juliet. Do what you can to support the local businesses mm-hmm. because they need it. Yep. Don't stay away from town. Still go Broadway. Still do Country Music Hall of Fame, Opry, whatever you want to do. But spend your money with the local government and help them recover yeah that's definitely one thing and i know we're going to touch on a lot of what you can do if you're in the state if you're in town if you are anywhere near any of the counties and towns that were affected by this um but one thing if you are out of town and you want to help like avery said you can definitely come visit we we would love to have you come visit and and help our economy here in the middle tennessee area you can also donate if you'd like to donate money to the tornado recovery efforts you can visit the community foundation of middle tennessee they've activated the middle tennessee emergency response fund to support the affected communities and nonprofit 
nonprofits helping victims address their ongoing needs. That's cfmt.org. And the first thing that pops up right there is donate to Middle Tennessee Emergency Response Fund. Um, if you'd like to donate items, if you're in town, want to donate anything, um, you can drop them off or mail them to the Community Resource Center at 218 Omahundro Place, Nashville, um, which, uh, or you can send them there. Um, and the, um, uh, Gosh, what's that word I'm looking for? 37210. They're zip code? Their zip code. Their oh. zip code. Yeah, I'm like, and their, uh, yeah, zip code is 37210. They're, and the thing that is crazy that I think about, these are the things that they are particularly in need for. When you think about waking up and everything you have is gone, where do you even start? The things that they need are baby food, baby and toddler clothes, batteries, flashlights, formula, underwear, bras, Gloves, trash bags, box cutters, bleach, personal hygiene items like toothbrushes, toothpaste, deodorant, non-perishable food. Yes, non-perishable yep. food. Like you, I, I, you take the things that you use for granted. Like every day when I wake up, yep. you brush your teeth, you wash your face, you put product in your hair, mm-hmm. hair, and then you dress in the clothes. What am I going to wear today? You have so yep. many options. Like, what shoes am I going to wear today? And then every, and then you get in your car. And you drive, well, how many people lost their vehicles? And that, that's the thing I kept thinking about Tuesday night is as, as a man of my household, and I'm supposed to provide for my family, my daughter, my wife, and our pets, I can't imagine going, okay, with a lot of people's help, I'm going to need to figure out where do I lay my head down tonight, but I need to get them a meal. Yeah. Where will they bathe? Where, where will they use the restroom? Where will they, how will we get around, I mean, all the things that you're right, you completely take for granted on a day-to-day basis. Some of these people we're speaking of about this tornado tragedy is not only have they lost everything, some of them have lost family members in this. Um, and that's why I think it's important to to also convey to this, uh, there is a national disaster distress hotline that you can either call at 1-800-985-5990. That's 1-800-985-5990. Or you can text talk with us to 66746. That's talk with us. Text that to 66746. They offer 24-7 emotional support and counseling if you are having anxiety, trouble sleeping, feeling isolated, all the things that I can imagine you would have and a laundry list uh, below that if you've gone through something like this. So please, if you don't have anyone affected by this, uh, but you know someone or you've been personally, please reach out to these folks. That's what they're there for. Um, for people who have lost their cars um, or, you know, when just has so much damage to their cars or anybody who's been affected, Lyft has actually activated a disaster response program to provide discounted rides. You can use code NASHRELIEF20. That's NASH, N-A-S-H-R-E-L-I-E-F-20 um, to activate that code and get around. Also, um, as much as people love to just hate on the scooters in this town, oh yeah, <laughs> Lime scooters, the... Gl- the lime green ones, you can't miss them. Yeah. Is also doing discounted 10 sec or 10 cents per minute. Really? For people to take scooters, there's complete lift off of like the no ride zone so that you can get a little farther with them and every trip you take, Lime is donating $1 to the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee, which is providing the assistance to local recovery efforts in our community. 
watching this community come together as quickly as they have. Everyone wanted to know yesterday, how can I help? How can I help? And obviously, the city of Nashville has set up things themselves. Um, and there are things set in place nationally when natural disasters like this happen. But um, to watch the community put things in place, for example, I want to go back to the um, basement east. The mural that was there, there are T-shirts that go around Nashville. Um, tons of people wear them with that exact mural painted on them that say, I believe in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um Nashville, the Instagram account, Nashville, Tennessee, yeah. put that T-shirt up, and it's the Nashville, Tennessee store, um, dot com. They said that they are going 100% of the proceeds. I think the T-shirt was like $27.50 okay. or something like that. They said they would donate 100% of the proceeds to um, the relief fund, and they, as of today or late last night, had raised over $250,000. Wow. Yes, just in this T-shirt alone. The the people that have responded to this, um, it, it, the response is amazing. Rhett, you said that you're going to see so many people. You're going to feel so much love from uh, people that you never, you never imagined that you would see a community like this come together. I'll give you an example. Uh, country music superstar Garth Brooks. He appeared on the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, and he was talking about what it means to him. Uh, and I'm having trouble finding this now that I say this. It tends but to he always basically, happen, yeah. <laughs> He basically said, look, I'm not a Nashville native, but they have taken me in like their own son. And Nashville will be bigger and better than ever. They'll do what Nashvillians do and do it like no one else. I have 100%. There's no telling what he'll end up doing in this thing. Mm-hmm. But he said... Nashville's going to be okay, and that's the message out of all this. Yes, people have lost their possessions, their homes, their cars, and in some terrible cases, 24 of them, their lives and loved ones. Uh, there will be people surrounding them with love and help to get them through this, and that's what it's going to take. There will be federal disaster aid coming. The president's coming later this week. That's right. And that's usually one of the precursors as he surveys damage before he signs off on a national disaster relief, and there'll be federal help with that. Uh, and here's the thing that you, you don't even think about. You you were mentioning earlier about having amenities, just the basics every day that you take for granted. Think about this. Tax day is still weeks away. There's still people that haven't filed their taxes. If your stuff's destroyed, you know they will have folks from the federal government come in to help them file extensions, on their taxes till they get things. I mean, there'll be exemptions in these yeah. things because these are just little things that you haven't even thought about yet. Right, yeah. That that have to be taken care of. Um, help is coming. It's just going to take a while. Nashville Electric Service, uh, as, of, as of the time we record this podcast, still have over 30,000 folks in the Metro Davidson County area without power. Over 280 telephone power poles either destroyed or badly damaged. And you think about that's wires attached. Some of them have transformers on them. They had 300 extra linemen come in this week to help. They're going to work around the clock. It's going to take some time. Uh, That's the biggest thing. If they can get power restored, then the reconstruction and the real help after cleanup can begin. Um, If you're listening to this and you're local in the Nashville um, area, 
Nashville, Cookville, Mount Juliet, Middle Tennessee area. Um, Hands on Nashville is an organization that is working very closely with the city of Nashville and the Office of Emergency Management to ensure that all the available resources are in place to help the community. And at this point in time, they are collecting contact information for those of you who would like to volunteer to help in the recovery and cleanup. There is a link to sign up for these volunteer opportunities at HON.org. And something that's really cool that the, um, the company that we work for, Cumulus, Cumulus Nashville, um, that they did. It was just announced this morning. Let me talk about how quickly people can get something together. Um, Cumulus Nashville and Whiskey Row, Dirk Bentley's Whiskey Row, downtown in the heart of Nashville, will host a benefit concert on Monday, March 9th, with 100% of the proceeds going to benefit this hands-on charities organization. Um, Tickets are, I believe, $50. Doors will open at 6 o'clock, and the show will start at 7 with live performances by Mitchell Tenpenny, Jesse James Decker, Hardy, and others. Uh, which What a great lineup. I know. Yeah, wow. Jesse James Decker, speaking of which. Um, uh, was, Mitchell Tenpenny's uh, yes, nothing to sneeze oh, at either. Not He's at a all. national native, too. Yeah. Sure is. Well, and Jesse James Decker, um, she was out with... Her husband, I think I saw him in her Instagram stories, out Former cleaning wide up. receiver Eric Decker. That's right. Um they were out cleaning up and just kind of surveying all the damage and everything in their community. Well, in this hands-on Nashville.org, this is, this is part of the amazing part of what I keep saying about the volunteer spirit. So this happens in the wee hours of March the 3rd, 1230, 1245, going on 1 o'clock, 1 a.m. on March the 3rd. By 430 Central Time that afternoon of the same day, hands-on Nashville said there were 5,000 people had signed up wow. to help. The website crashed like two or three times. Holy cow. 5,000 people, and they will have organized effort cleanups Saturday and Sunday, which, thank goodness, the weather's going to be good. It'll be cool, but it'll be clear yeah. uh, to, to help in the most affected areas. That is what I'm talking about. The amount of people who reached out and... and um said that they had been they had a story to tell about whether they lived here or didn't live here a couple of them that I noticed um Dolly Parton was one of the first to to send her condolences um to the city of Nashville and say that we're going to get through this um yesterday morning uh the Nashville Predators um had opened up the doors to Bridgestone Arena they made an mm-hmm. announcement that they were going to be serving pizza to anybody bring whoever you can anybody who's affected the Nashville Sounds who are located in Germantown opened the doors closest to home plate and were just serving water to people in those areas Germantown got hit so bad i mean there are just apartment complexes i was watching a couple people's uh instagram stories the windows are all broken in um i mean everything is is just gone they had you know uh pieces of um uh you know other people's homes in their home one thing we had emily proud on um as a guest on our podcast a few months back she was out live doing some reporting from some of the affected areas this one she just seems to report on things that touch my heart uh, a lot because she did one during um uh, uh reporting on when kobe passed and, and his mm-hmm. daughter Gigi. um but she was out i believe that she was out in the donaldson area and she was going around looking at everything and she saw a family photo from a wedding just sitting on the ground it was like an old-time photo and she went up to it and she was like you know these are people these are people's lives that are just you know thrown all over the road oh it just it, it really gets you when you think about it like that you know people i feel like people just go back and forth with each other and they say that it's just stuff but it's 
it's your livelihood that a lot of these people have lost. Like you think that just losing some toothpaste isn't a big deal. Like not being able to do your routine isn't a big deal. You'll get back to it. But it's a huge deal, especially when it is as instant as it has been. That's right. So as we've talked about, I mean, it's incredible all the different ways that you can help, all the different ways people already have helped. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're only, what, 36 hours out of it? And And that's why, you know, as you know, Step One Learn Sports is on the platform of podcasts from 104.5 The Zone here in Nashville. And if you need help or you want to help, there is a uh, part of the web page set up to do that, 1045thezone.com slash help. Um, we actually also just had a very loose announcement, but um, on Friday, this coming Friday, uh, one of our dear, one of the dearest friends of uh, 104.5 The Zone, of our station of Cumulus Nashville, um, is Edley's Barbecue. There are many locations in uh, the Middle Tennessee area. I believe they're also reaching out to Chattanooga. Um, it's delicious, delicious barbecue. Anyway, they are the um, title sponsor of the Midday 180 um, show. It's the Midday 180 queued up by Edley's Barbecue. They have a location in East Nashville that was had some minor um, it was right in the heart of where the mm-hmm. tornado came through, but it had very minor damages to it. I think they had a truck that was overturned and a couple of things that happened to the building, but they opened their doors and served barbecue sandwiches to everybody yesterday, free of charge. They, again, this coming Friday, are partnering with 104.5 The Zone, and I believe a few of our other stations here at Cumulus Nashville to um, broadcast live, help raise money. They'll be serving food. Um, we'll tweet out more details as that comes. I know that, you know, people don't always listen to this right, this podcast right when it comes out, but we will definitely be sharing more information about that. But that is just a time when like you're affected by something that you know that other people have it worse than you do and you give back. And I just have so much respect for them. Let me underline the power of this storm, which is kind of the crux of this podcast. That Edley's barbecue service truck that you're talking about, it's what they call a cube van. It has the cab of a, of, 12 passenger van but it's this big box truck thing behind it where you can almost like a moving truck right and that's what they would put main supplies on for catering whatever it didn't turn that truck over it picked that truck up and moved it a city block and threw it on its side oh my gosh that's what happened to that truck oh my gosh i saw it on the news and um, that's a one ton vehicle and they're still out there less than 12 hours later giving out barbecue sandwiches Yeah. yeah oh absolutely to first responders to anyone who needs it that's the thing that is the biggest part of this is Nashville will not let these folks go hungry. They will not let them go without clothes, without water, without shelter. You will hear some incredible stories come out of this tragedy. Tragedy it is, but I'm a firm believer that even terrible things like this, there are unbelievable blessings that come out of them. Watch. We will be um, keeping everybody updated. I know we have a lot of listeners that are not um, in town locally here, so there's a lot of ways for you to help um, still from where you are, and we'll be tweeting those out. We are so appreciative to all of the listeners that we do have that are out of town that maybe only see the um, the national coverage. They don't necessarily get to see the local coverage, so we hope that um, to continue to bring the insider's look or the local coverage to you guys, and so yeah. we'll continue to tweet those links out um, or any local stories like Rhett was saying that we hear about people that have been affected um, that have, you know, miraculous stories. We are happy to share those. Um, So yeah, look for more of those in um, the days to come. 
And, uh, yeah, I think that we're going to see Nashville really come together and bounce back stronger than ever from from this. Yeah. If you also one thing we didn't touch on yet before we go, if you can and are willing to give blood, give it. Oh, yes. People, 100 percent. Oh, go catch to the you. American Red Cross. Good I personally cannot give blood and I wish I could. So if you could, if you're able to, if you're healthy enough and you can sustain it, it doesn't matter the blood, blood type. It does Ab- not matter. You're so good. Avery, gold star to you, young lady. Thank good you. thinking. Good Congrats. catch. Good job. Give blood. It's it's the least a lot of people can it do, and li- it means more than you think it does. It is literally life. Literally. We're going to save our uh, March Madness brackets and talk for our next episode. Um, so look forward to that. In the meantime, um, we, again, are going to tweet out This is the first links. anniversary. That's right. Step one that's right. Yeah. Our next one, one will be year. the one year and the bachelor will be over and we will finally know the end to the most dramatic season yet. So uh, Chris Harrison likes what the say. ladies are trying to say is this podcast today is about life and we'll continue to help, uh, get out information in those efforts. The next pod We'll go back to business as usual with pop culture, bridging with sports. That's right. We'll pop some bubbly, some champs. I got some bubbly. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. In the meantime, follow us at S1LS Podcast on Twitter. Listen to all of our past episodes on 1045thezone.com where we get your, where you get your podcasts uh, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. Um, where else? Where else Stitcher. are we? Stitcher. Stitcher. That's right. Um, and also send us, we haven't done these in a really long time. Yeah. Send us your no dumb questions because this year has been a little, you know, life happens. Kobe happened. Tornadoes happened. It's been a little wishy-washy this year, but we're back to it. God willing in two weeks, send us some no dumb questions. We'll be breaking down Hannah and potentially Hannah B, potentially Madison. Who knows what's happening? March madness. And, uh, as Ellen says, we kind of want to know. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.